Welcome to the Destiny Awakening Interviews, a podcast with Andrew Wayfinder and his guests, bringing you powerful insights, inspiration, and ways to break free, live life your way, and make a difference in our changing and challenging world. So hello, everyone, and a very warm welcome to another edition of the Destiny Awakening Interviews. I'm Andrew Wayfinder Renievich, and I'm joined today by Sophie McLean, a wisdom teacher, author, and transformational leader. And a very warm welcome to you, Sophie. And where are you hanging out today? I'm in New York. Okay. And what's the weather like there? Well, we had a lot of snow and mm. a, quite cold, but um, the sun is out and it's much more pleasant right now. But I like the snow in New York. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, fortunately, we're over. We, we didn't have any snow here in London and it's starting to get warm and spring flowers. So that's yes, you can enough. smell the spring coming, right? Yeah. So let's uh, move on to your work and your book. So Sophie McLean is the founder of SophieMcLean.com, author of The Elegance of Simplicity and creator of the Access to Awareness program. Born in Algeria, educated in Morocco and France, Sophie has been a helicopter pilot, teacher, designer, relief worker, war refugee, CEO, and UN representative on the Commission on the Status of Women's Hunger Project. She's been shot at, shipwrecked, and widowed, and she has lived on a farm, a boat, a penthouse, and in an ashram. And her passion and mission is to contribute to the creation of a new culture for humankind, to help us shift from being homo sapiens to homo spiritus. So thank you, Sophie, for your time today. And the title we'll be talking about today is Conscious Leadership, mm -hmm. and Sophie's going to unpack that in answering six questions. So, Sophie, your time starts now. Who is your ideal client or your ideal reader? And what is the transformation that your work helps them achieve? So my ideal client or reader is someone that got to the point in their life where they know that leadership is not looking outward but it is somebody that has enough experience and has dealt enough with the material life to know that it is by looking inward that they will elevate themselves. And looking inward is not self-centeredness or you know, egocentricness. It is dealing with the ego, but with an intention to deconstruct the ego so that you can remember who you really are. So there are people that have reached a stage in their life where you know, the material life, there is always problem. There is always circumstances. It's not like they have a perfect life. They don't, but, but they can cope with the material life. And then there is this yearning. What am I? What and who am I? What is this all about? How come I, I'm done quite well in my life, but I'm not satisfied? What else am I missing? What, who am I really? So I design courses to open people up to connect to their authentic power through the deconstruction of their automatic ego and the creation of a conscious ego, because you always need an ego to operate in the material world, right? It's not like you have to be egoless, except if you're a monk in an ashram. So I have a fast, pragmatic, efficient um, technique, or well, not technique, but a course, an inquiry, where 
that leaves you free from the automatic way of being and puts you fully at the source of your life as the originator connected to who you really are. Mm -hmm. Okay. So question number two, in, in that journey, what's the biggest challenge they'll face? Well, the biggest challenge I find with my students is the surrendering and the letting go. You see, the, the, we're talking about conscious leadership, right? The um, traditional leadership is all about motivation and drive, sometimes manipulation, producing results, deals, seeking power outside of themselves to accomplish their success. So the biggest challenge is to let go of what can produce some results, but is not fulfilling and ultimately limited. So people say to me, what does it mean to let go? What does it mean to let go? But that is a question itself that will have you stuck into the automatic way of being, right? Because letting go, if you take a pen, I'm letting it go. That's what it takes. But it is the biggest challenge for people because as human beings, we want certainty. We prefer what we know, what we used to, even if there is some suffering, then taking the risk to jump off the cliff. Even when I tell my students, you will fly, I promise, the jumping of the cliff is a little bit intimidating. Reminds me of that joke, Lord, make me humble, but please don't humiliate me. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> so question number three, what's your number one insight you would you can share with people to help them in this conscious leadership quest right now? Well, um, my biggest revelation about conscious leadership was to actually experience what the leader was, right? So I, I want to share, I could share what I discovered is that a leader is actually someone that embodies the dreams and aspiration of others. And therefore, you know, you not only need a vision, but that vision must be connected or synchronized with what people want and yearn for, right? You need to be tuned to the aspirations of others. So another way to do to say it is that a leader is the symbolic soul of a group consciousness. It's literally a spiritual bond. Mm -hmm. So don't stay away from spirituality. Spirituality has nothing to do with religion. It is not esoteric. It's not this weird cultish kind of things. No, no, spirituality. <laughs> is what will give you access to authentic power, guidance, insight, and uh, inspiration. Great. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, yeah, there, there's, uh, uh, as, as I so often say, you know, spirituality is not for wimps. No, no, no. Once you get <laughs> on the path of spirituality, you'll have bigger problems than you had before. You know, if before your problem was the color of your hair, when you engage in the road of consciousness, your problem would be, how do I create a new culture for humankind? <laughs> Very yeah, much yeah. a problem. Yeah, yeah. And the way I describe it with, with my students and clients is that, you know, when you, when you connect with spirit and with essence, it's like lassoing a whale. Um, it's going to take you places. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it will. It will. But there is no going back because 
this void of consciousness, first you, you experience being so surrendered to what wants to happen. This union with life, with the universe, is yeah. so delightful and give you so much faith and trust that, you know, once you experience it, even if the whale is sometimes pulling you where you don't want to go, it's irresistible. Yeah. So question number four, what concept, book, program, or talk has had the greatest impact in your experience for you? I think there's two authors that I have um, studied, read, and uh, made an enormous difference in my life. The first one is David Hawkins. He wrote about the level of consciousness and to, it, it, for me, he, he was able to, to capture in a very understandable and, and gracious, graceful way the path to consciousness. Because it's, you know, everybody has their own path, right? But he, he had a logic that spoke to me because I'm quite pragmatic. And then the other one is actually an Englishman. It's Alan Watts. Mm -hmm. His sense of humor is like a rebellious, overgrown teenager or something like that, but with such a depth and a profundity. And his humor, humor is a sign for me that you have let go of the significance of the ego and the suffering, right? And I thought it was, it is a delight. I always go back to those two. Okay, so we'll, we'll make a list mention of them in the show notes and where people can track those down. So question five, what free resource would you like to share with the audience that will help them? Well, I am so excited, Andrew. I designed this course. It just rolled out two weeks ago, right? And oops, sorry, I put myself a timer to make sure I wasn't speaking too much. I have this free course. It's totally free. There is no time, no hidden agenda. And it is um, well designed. You register, you get 21 email recording lessons. You can spend 15 minutes a day, 30 minutes a day. It's up to you. But it is the access to awareness because awareness is what allows you to elevate your consciousness okay cool. and, that, um, and that's at uh bitly bit.ly slash call of the soul okay yeah. great and then the last question question number six what should i have asked you that i didn't uh, well, what about, uh, what do you mean by the call of the soul, as it is a free course that you're giving to the world? Okay, so what do you mean by the call of the soul? <laughs> All right, I'll share a quick story. I was 12 years old. I was brought up in Casablanca, Morocco. I was in the garden. I was watching my parents and my sister and brother getting ready for dinner. And I was in stillness and silence. I was just watching. And suddenly I had an epiphany, right? Literally the gift that started my quest. And I got two insights. The first one is that I was brought up in a cocoon that was safe and secure. And that was not how the world was. There was poverty, suffering, violence. There was also joy, um, spirituality and other things. So I suddenly re realized at 12 that I was in a cocoon. And the second insight, as I was given this view of the entire world, was that everything was an illusion. 
And that's what people called reality was not. So I got so excited. I ran to my parents. Right? I said, I saw it. I saw it. It's not real. We're not in a real world. And of course, I got my nickname, the crazy one. So with love, my parents were loving. So I love it. So I um, never forgot. That was the call of my soul. It was literally my soul saying, wake up, wake up. So I never turned back. I looked since that age beyond my five senses to, to reach that place where, where there is this unity with the divine, where there is a total perfection against a background of love, which is the best way I can describe it and I can't keep it for myself so all those years and I've been at it for 32 years I've worked and worked and worked and led seminars and did all sorts of things but I suddenly said okay I have everything I wrote a book I can do some video show people the way to take them by the hand and they can have their first experience of an elevation of consciousness so I'm giving away my experience of my call of my soul so people can hear the call of their souls. It's beautiful. And I can completely, you know, affirm everything you said that, you know, we are part of something so much larger than we're normally aware of. Mm -hmm. and, and that so much larger is incredibly concerned and supportive and, you know, loving. Oh and just wants to help. Oh, you know, once you let go of your protection and your surviving, life is so much nicer to you and so much more generous and gives you beyond your wildest dream. The only thing that is in the way is our ego, our resistance. So um, it is such a peaceful, beautiful life that I... You know, once you get it, you cannot stop until you give it away to everybody. Yeah. Well, that's, I think, a perfect place to stand. So thank you, Sophie, so much for your time. Thanks for listening to the Destiny Awakening interviews. If you have a friend who would benefit, please share. And subscribe to the show on iTunes and leave a review. We really appreciate it. And remember, always use your power for good.